Aston Villa have agreed a deal to sign Alex Moreno from Real Betis. The Spanish left-back will reportedly join Unai Emery's side for close to £13 million. Today, I'm joined by the broadcaster, Ranks FC podcaster and Betis fan, Jack Collins. Jack, it is great to have you on. Who are Aston Villa signing in Moreno? Well, thank you for having me on, Frankie. I appreciate it. Um, well, it, they're signing a very, very good left-back. And I think one of the elite left backs in Spain over the last couple of years. And I can understand why there's a little bit of trepidation around it, not necessarily because anyone I think thinks the Villa are signing a bad player. It's just that I'd imagine you and, and plenty of other Villa fans are going, why are we signing a left back? We've got a left back. And there are other areas of this squad that could maybe do with upgrades first and foremost. But I think one of the things that we've seen with Emery is that he wants his fullbacks to be attacking weapons mm -hmm. and not necessarily in the same way that the Luka Dean brings. Obviously, Luka Dean is a wonderful crosser of the ball. Moreno isn't really, uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you. But okay. I think there's a number of reasons why we've seen this. He's incredibly fast and he likes to stay wide. And I think these are kind of part of, of the Emery puzzle in, in so many ways. He saw this at Villarreal, he, he had Purvis Estupinan there. He liked playing a double fullback as well with, with Alberto Moreno. And so I think there's maybe something in that the fact that he might look to change the way that Villa attack down that side obviously we've seen since he's come in the kind of changes in the system that have uh, kind of meant that we've seen bits of, of Jake Ramsey on a left wing we've seen players not necessarily flat out wingers playing in those areas and and I think at the start of the window or just before the window Emery said that he was looking for a different type of wide attacker mm -hmm. and, I, and I think that maybe that's what we're getting here in in terms of Alex Moreno. He's a player who, yes, is 29, and, and there will be questions, I suppose, about the age profile of the squad that he's building, but who only really came into his own 24, 25 and started regularly playing full season. So in that regard, I don't think it's necessarily a, oh, this is a short-term signing. I reckon Moreno has four or five years still at the top level left in him. But mm -hmm. I think, you know, the fact that he is able to maraud down that left-hand side, who will carry the ball really heavily in, into those areas. That's his strength. He, he kind of converted from very much a winger in his early days at Mallorca. And then he moved into that left-back role at Raya Vallecano, who he got promoted, spent three years in the top flight with, and then moved to Betis. Mm -hmm. And actually what he's kind of brought to the table is one of the most attacking fullbacks in La Liga. He's also one of those players who will look to steam forward at every opportunity with the ball. And that, I think, is, is the reason... Emery signing him. I think he's bringing him in so he can have a player who can either play in a left back or a left wing slot who is going to actually just carry the ball and then try and get into those final thirds. And what we've seen, I suppose, in terms of with Watkins and, and Bailey being played as a, as a front two at times, is that maybe a move away from the tr traditional model of trying to get it on the head of, of a number nine, <laughs> trying to get into those areas and, and sling it back across the box. Okay. or to work those opportunities in a different way. And I think Moreno gives that in a, in a way that maybe Luca Dean doesn't. Okay, yeah, that is interesting. Um, so, you know, I think of my, uh, Aston Villa's left-hand side at the moment and who we're playing there. I think I've seen Buendia playing in left midfield most recently. Um, and, you know, so that doesn't suggest there's a lot of pace currently being used out there. So maybe he just adds a dynamic like that. Because, yeah, I have been wondering a little bit about it because, you know, it's only a year ago we signed Luca Dean for more than 20 million um so it is quite it's certainly an interesting um 
part of the squad to to aim to improve, I guess. Um, but also, you know, Moreno, he uh, he scored five goals last season mm-hmm. for Betis, uh, four assists last season. He also gained three assists this season, though I don't think he scored. Um, so uh, is it, you know, uh, does he carry a goal threat, would you say? Yeah, definitely. And and I think that what you're seeing in these areas is, is these aren't goals where he's striking them from 40 yards and, and, and getting them in, in the top corner. These aren't random things. He is popping up at the back post. He is flying into the into the 18-yard box and, and shooting across goal at times. It's the assists. You know, some of these are shots across goal that have been tapped in by by the number nines, by the likes of Borja Iglesias and, and William Jose. They're diff- they're, you know, he is that type of player who will look to actually get into the box and, and cause a cause havoc in many ways, as opposed to trying to create from outside it. And that's, I suppose, the the dynamic that, that Emery's adding here. He very much carries that, oh, I can pop up to get on the end of a cross or get on the end of a, you know, something slung across the box and he'll pick the ball up on the kind of corner of the 18-yard box and, and drill one towards goal. Sometimes they go in, sometimes someone flicks them in, sometimes it's, it's a bit of both. But mm-hmm. he does carry that element of, if he's going to get into those areas, he knows what to do with it. And and from left back, I think that's a, a relatively interesting sort of angle to add to your squad. And I'd imagine that's what Emery's looking for, especially if he's going to tilt this left-hand side. Obviously, we've seen Villa do this over the last couple of years. You know, a lot of the play, and I think some 40% of the flank attacks at Betis have come down on that left-hand side. I think it's something similar at Villa. Oh, so yeah. to see what Emery's trying to kind of keep going in that regard and make sure that there is that threat in, in those areas, I, I can see why he's picked up a player of this type, of this ilk. Okay, and I guess, you know, he's, he's ultimately a left-back. So um, defensively, how good would you say Moreno is? So when he came to Betis... It wasn't great. Their yeah. first season was relatively calamitous. I mean, generally, I think as much as for him on his own, but he exacerbated a lot of the problems. Teams looked to attack down that right-hand flank to to kind of take advantage of the gaps that Alex Moreno left behind when he did maraud forward. But also there were some misplaced tackles. There was a couple of penalties given away by silly handballs and things like that. What we've seen since Pellegrini came in as Betis manager is a real change in that dynamic. And reports behind the scenes from the Villamarín suggest that Pellegrini has worked really hard with Moreno to improve his defensive positioning, to improve his reading of the game, to improve that kind of element of of looking at it and going, right, when can I get forward and make the most of of my abilities in the final third? And when is it going to be more sensible for me to to maintain my position, to hold a little bit and to to just kind of give myself that edge when it comes to the defensive now, I suppose, in the game. So generally, I think his defensive work rate has really improved and his defensive ability has really improved in the last year and a half, two and a half years under Manuel Pellegrini. And we're seeing one of, you know, him develop into an all rounder. He has improved in that area without necessarily taking away from his attacking threat. That said, he is still, I think, an attacking fullback by trade. He has the capacity to be skinned. We saw it a little bit in the Rio Vicano game, just gone for Betis that players who have, quick feet and, and dribbling ability can get the better of Moreno in those in those one-on-one situations. Mm-hmm. But generally, I think his positioning and his reading of the game has come on leaps and bounds under Pellegrini. And I would be surprised if it doesn't continue to develop under Emery, who obviously works incredibly hard with, with his wingers and fullbacks in order to develop that side of the game. Okay, well, I mean, that is interesting to hear, uh, that kind of uh, range of uh, ability that he has. But also, you know, uh, Real Betis as a club, you know, I've watched La Liga for many, many years and I've always thought of Betis as a team that, um, you know, fun to watch, but have had 
their struggles as well over the years. Um, uh, but in the last couple of seasons, you know, uh, right now, Betis are fourth in La Liga. Uh, last year, finished fifth. Um, the year before that, I think it was sixth. So uh, how kind of important do you think Moreno has been for that, uh, for these kind of recent years of better form from Real Betis? Yeah, massively. Um, right. He is a really integral cog as to how this team attack. Um, Betis are lucky in some ways that there's Juan Miranda in, in the wings, who is a Betis boy born and bred, went off to Barcelona. Betis have a tendency to find fullbacks and to share fullbacks with La Masia heritage. And obviously Moreno is another one of those, even if his stint at Barcelona was was quite short. He is a player who's gone through that academy and, and been developed in, in, in the fabled school of, of Barcelona football. So Juan Miranda is another one. And I think what Pellegrini's done is, is increased the, you know, the ability of fullbacks to get forward without necessarily putting the defence at sixes and sevens. And that's been really crucial. But Moreno's attacking thrust, his ability to carry the ball down that flank and his pace to get Betis from defensive thirds into attacking thirds in transition on a regular basis has been really important to the transition of Betis from a sort of lower mid-table club under Ruby to back being in the upper echelons of, of the Spanish top flight in the last couple of years under Pellegrini. Okay. And sort of considering where Betis are and uh, I guess how Aston Villa are doing at the moment, um, though our form has improved under Unai Emery substantially from uh, Gerard. Um, you know, are you uh, surprised to see him go, you know, age 29, uh, leave Betis now and go to the Premier League in Aston Villa? I think what we've seen from him as a person, as much as a player in the last couple of years, is a real maturity. Um, you know, a couple of years back, he was a bit of an Instagram star. He loved having, <laughs> he loved making little reels. He was called TikTok right. just as it got going. He was very much sort of the joker in the dressing room. And I still think he maintains an element of that personality. Mm -hmm. But he's just got engaged. As you say, he's 29 years old now. It feels like he's kind of looking for maybe a, just to challenge himself in a new environment. I think there's an element probably of... Yes, he could have got better into the, the top four and maybe the Champions League places in La Liga this season. And I'm sure he would have loved doing so. But there's also an element of, are you going to get another opportunity to go and challenge yourself in a new way? He, he won the Copa del Rey with Betis. And, you know, I, I think what you're looking at at Betis and Villa is, is probably relatively similar clubs. You know, it's clubs that have had a little bit of a tumultuous history of late in terms of bouncing between the divisions, mm -hmm. but that are old storied clubs with a history of winning things um, who have a massive fan base and a really kind of fabled old stadium. And I think he'll be looking at this as a kind of move to a similar environment in a new league. And, and I think that would have appealed over something like the Nottingham Forest move that was touted in the summer. Yeah. And I say this with no disrespect at all, because obviously they are a similar club in terms of having won things in historically. And But I think that what you're looking at Villa is, is a team that now feel like a stable Premier League side again on mm -hmm. the up and, and with a good investment and backing them and a good fan base to, to kind of fill that with so I think he'll be looking at this as kind of moving to a similar environment in a new league and his last chance to really challenge himself in a in the Premier League which obviously many players look to do so I, I think he'll be he'll be excited about it there was plenty of tears and uh, on his Betis farewell by all accounts but I think mm. a lot of the the sentiment was thank you for everything best of luck we wish you all the best and and I think that's something nice about the club I'd say the tears started flowing when he looked at his phone and saw Aston Villa's result against Stevenage in the <laughs> FA Cup. So, <laughs> what am I doing? Where am I going? Uh, yeah, um, you know, just as a as a final question, I guess, um, you know, it's very difficult to predict uh, how somebody's ever going to do in a new league, new environment. Um, but if you were to, you know, try and foresee how Moreno might do um, at Villa, 
um, particularly with kind of Luca Dean there on the same in the same sort of position as him. Um, how how would you predict it? Do you do you think it will? Do you think it's got a really good chance of success? I think it's got a good chance of success. I'm 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 going to measure my words a little bit because the last time I really I predicted a player doing well in the Premier League coming from Betis as a fullback was Emerson Royale. So okay. um, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to bite my tongue a little bit on in this regard. But I think under Emery he has every chance of success. Emery's a player uh, a manager who who knows him well. He's come up against him on numerous occasions. Who mm-hmm. understands the kind of way that Alex Moreno likes to play. And I think he would have set sights on him and gone. This is the kind of fullback I want. Someone who can carry someone who's quick someone who's able to inject that bit of transitional football into what I've got in this system right now that perhaps my current left back isn't offering me and I also think with the fact that Emery does have this tendency to play two fullbacks in front of each other he did it a lot of Villarreal play Moreno in front of a Stupinan and and kind of working with that dynamic of having that defensive cover whilst being able to unleash the attacking capabilities of a more attack-minded fullback that Moreno might see some action at left wing as well. And so with those two things combined, I'd say that as this goes, it looks like it has a relatively high chance of success from where I'm standing. I think there will need to be patience. There are defensive mistakes in there. There will be moments where you're like, how has he got skinned there? You know, (laughs) I think what he brings in an attacking sense will more than make up for that in in a kind of overall game. So I, I fancy this to be a success, yeah. Okay, that's well, it's very exciting to hear. And, uh, you know, Villa fans need all the excitement we can get at the moment. Um, you know, and it's uh, certainly hopefully happening under Unai Emery. Um, Jack, it's been absolutely brilliant to have you on. Um, and thanks just so much for enriching me, my knowledge of uh, Moreno, a player that I, I can't say that I'm massively familiar with, um, but I'm now, you know, very intrigued and excited to see what he does at Aston Villa. Um, and before you go, okay, just let us know where uh, we'd be able to find your uh, work online or uh, where we could uh, get on your podcast. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Frankie. Um, I'm at Jack J. Collins on Twitter. Um, we're at Ranks FC as a podcast. We cover the football world and European football as a whole. So, yeah, it'd be great to, to have you on there. There's a piece going up on our website that I've written very shortly about why Aston Villa are signing Alex Moreno. So a little bit more graphs, stats and, and the like on there. So uh, you can find it all on, on, on my Twitter account and uh, the Ranks FC podcast. Right, I can strongly recommend all of that. It was really, uh, it's it's great, great follow. So, uh, but thank you very much, Jack, and uh, catch it a bit. Thanks for having me, mate.